Welcome listeners and viewers back to Mind Games with Garen Emig, podcast from the Sellout Crowd Network. This is my show that uh, tries to get inside the minds of some of the key figures around uh, OAU, OSU football right now, since it is football season across the Big 12 Conference, which brings me to my special guest on this week's show. He's Randy Peterson, the Des Moines Register columnist who has covered the Cyclones. Uh, Randy, can we, can we call you the Dean of Iowa State Sports Coverage? That's fair, isn't it, given your... Your, your ride there up up there with the yeah cyclones. probably I've been at the register I'm going on 51 years now so yeah. I, I I'll take that with respect <laughs> it was meant <laughs> I'll, take that, I'll take that bit of respect yes yeah trust me if there's anyone who's going to give us in what well, what I'm saying is if there's anyone qualified to give us insight on what the Cowboys are about to encounter in Ames Saturday and what the Sooners will encounter the next weekend in Norman it's Randy. Yeah, and it's an interesting time, isn't it, sir, with, with things happening that, or maybe things that aren't happening for Matt Campbell's team. And it starts with Matt Campbell. We last left him in a kind of a weird-looking moment coming off the field at Ohio University last Saturday. I, ISU loses the game 10-7, to continues to struggle with offense and, and moving the ball, continues to struggle with missing pieces. A fan... Uh, I assume it was an Iowa State fan, looked dressed as one anyway, went after Campbell, asked, uh, mentioning something about a hot seat, and Matt didn't take too kindly to it. Randy, what's what's going on, and uh, and is this a big deal? Yeah, it, I don't I don't think it's a big deal, but but what happened was I was I had, as you know, we have to file stories at the horn. I mean, as soon as the game's over, it's it's annoying, but that's what we have to do in this website age, and. Um, so I, I didn't get down to the field to see that. I mean, sometimes I if it's a blowout game, which Iowa State doesn't play those anymore, um, I can get down to the field and let one of the editors edit or add the score. But I couldn't right. I couldn't do that this time. So I didn't follow the team off. I didn't see it. I didn't know it even happened until I saw it. Um, somebody sent somebody sent me a video. Now, it, it was a bad look for Matt Campbell. I, I do believe that. Um, I'd never seen that, that person before, never, ever, um, at least from what I, the, the view of it, I got on, on, uh, on the video. Um, mm -hmm. and Matt Campbell was asked about it yesterday at, um, his press conference. And he said that he just overreacted. He shouldn't let his emotions get, um, uh, you know, get the best of him in a situation like that. Um, so I, and then afterwards, Campbell and I usually talk on the side, you know, you know, Garrett, yeah. how that happens. Sometimes we just talk on the side, just happy talk, talk about families or, or whatever. Sure. And I said to Campbell, I said, I said, dude, what would you have done? What would you have done if the cop wouldn't have stopped you? He looked at me and he said, I hope nothing. He says, I don't have any idea. He said, probably nothing. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. so, um, but as far as a hot seat thing, maybe he is in, in some people's minds. But certainly in the person's mind that matters most, that'd be Jamie Pollard. I don't I don't foresee that. I don't I don't see it at all. He's got a very young roster. But um, yeah, that that happened after the game, um, unfortunately. Um, mm -hmm. But we move forward. I, there's a I think it's it's I'm not speaking out of turn here, Randy, when I say that Campbell is universally admired around the league. Other fan bases, yeah. I think, enjoy how he manages the program the media interactions he has when, you know, weeks of, again, the Cyclones are playing either OU or OSU. We we've seen the fire before the, the incident. I remember on the sidelines at the big 12 championship a few right, years yeah. ago, right. Where 
wanted the call that didn't he didn't get, and and it took a, it took several minutes for that that fuse to to to, to sort of be cut. So the, the fact that he turns and, and looks like he might go after a fan coming off the field at a loss, it's not, it's not the most surprising thing we've ever seen. But I do wonder if it's um, symbolic of, of sort of deeper rooted frustrations and, you know, whether it's not just that result that day against, a, you know, a group of five team. Everyone thought when the schedule came out, Iowa State would, would dust off. Not that result so much as just some things that are going on up there um, that we'll talk about that that would frustrate a coach who maybe thought a season was, was going to turn a different direction when it, when it began. Yeah. It's, it's been a, it's been a crazy off or crazy. There's no off season. It's been crazy since <laughs> the end of, since they, Iowa State got blown out by whatever it was, 48 against TCU in the final game last year. So yeah, I, that was, there was a lot of frustration boiling over um, at that point. And then Iowa State, this was, this, <clears throat> the um, the situation after the game followed a field goal, a good, no good, whatever it was, field goal. Yeah, um, could have tied the game late in the game right. Um, right. that went above the uprights. And it, yep. I couldn't tell. I saw every TV angle on the planet and I, 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 I still couldn't, could not tell. Neither could I. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, but um, interestingly, that's happened before with Iowa State in whatever year, 2001, I think, whatever whatever it was, Iowa State played Alabama with Dan, Mc <clears throat> Dan McCartney was coaching Iowa State, played Alabama right. in the, whatever that was, in Shreveport, um, Independence Bowl. Yeah. And and with 30 seconds to go or whatever, Tony Yelk hit a 48-yarder way above the uprights. That's how that's how far it was kicked. Yeah. And the referees called it, waved it off. So. Um, so this has happened before. So, so the incident followed that. I mean, followed the, the, the field goal, the missed right. field goal, whatever it was, followed another horrific offensive performance from an offensive line that has not improved, consistently improved at least in the eight years that Matt Campbell has been there. And there was just a ton of frustration right then at that yeah. point in time. Yeah. Let's, let's leave Campbell here, Randy. I, I don't – the fan used the term hot seat. Right. I, I can't ever envision a scenario again at Iowa State where Matt Campbell would have to worry about being on the hot seat. I guess if he drops off, what, two and 10 this year, we can we can revisit that. I don't I don't think it, and I guess that's conceivable given the way things look right now. We'll see what happens Saturday. But the, the to me, the question regarding Campbell is more, did he miss an opportunity? Right. Linked to bigger jobs in and out of college football, talking about the NFL is it possible that if he ever had higher aspirations and you would be better suited to, to, to say whether he does or doesn't, that he feels that that's also a sort of a, a, a an offshoot here, that there's frustration and gosh, man, what, maybe I missed, you know, maybe I missed the, uh, the, you know, the, you know, the boat, the, the you know, the, the chocolate factory boat, that kind of thing. Yeah. I don't know whether that, I, I doubt it. Um, I think that's, that's what, maybe the off season is for if in fact he is going to be that that I don't I don't envision that him being that 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 type of person yeah mm -hmm. he had chances to go elsewhere uh, Florida State I think was a, a, a while back was a very good possibility Arkansas a while back was a very good possibility uh, I never I never bought the Notre Dame stuff never ever did I buy that um, um, the Detroit Lions from yeah, what I understand, right. that was that was more than a possibility 
that was money on the, they were they, the Detroit Lions were in the jet were in the plane going to Ames to you know to to, to talk to him to try to woo yeah. him um so I don't know whether he second guesses himself on that at least during this season there's too much there's too much going on and I will say this about Matt Campbell um, like I said, we, we talk after press conferences so, every so often and we talk about families. Um, he's, he's ingrained in my head that his family just absolutely loves, loves mm -hmm. the Ames community. And they do. Yeah. I mean, they've got, he's got five kids. Um, they absolutely, they absolutely love the community. Erica, his wife is very active. They are very active. Um, and they like it, but at some point will Matt Campbell, you know, like maybe like to get out. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. And I and I know the jobs a while back, I, I figured out that, that the jobs that I thought would be interesting for him would be Notre Dame, obviously Ohio State, considering he's he's sure. uh, he's an Ohio State guy, maybe a Penn State because it's not too far from from Ohio. And, and I even thought Michigan State at that point in time. So here's the Michigan State stuff going on again. No, I was about um, to ask. Yeah. yeah, I know. So I don't know. I don't know whether it's going to take. It's going to take some, it's going to, um, an athletic director to hire a coach who coming off of four and eight last year, coming off of seven and six with the best roster Iowa State's ever had. Um, that's going to, that's going to be, uh, that's going to be interesting. That, that would be mm -hmm. an interesting call. So that it's, we'll see, but, but um, I don't think, I don't think he thinks about that stuff, at least during the season. I, I, I really don't. Well, if you're if you've already reached the point, if you're a fan and you're counting wins and and thinking, well, you know, where where do you get one uh, coming out of yeah. non-conference the way Iowa State did, losing to Ohio, not being real punchy against against the Hawkeyes, Saturday would certainly qualify. I would I would think the, these two teams are mirror images, Randy. You've got problems yes. on offense up and down. The, 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 I mean, it starts with the O line in both instances, right. but trickles to quarterback trickles to the skill positions. So you're basically asking your defense to, to, you know, keep it under 20 if you can, and then find to find a way to scratch out 17 to, to 20 yourself. I think Iowa state's in better position to do that than OSU, but I, I don't know. Is, is this number one, is, is this become a must win right out of the big 12 gate when you consider this, you know, the inherent shortcomings for this team and number two, is it, you know, first team to score a touchdown probably wins at, at Jack Trice this weekend. What do you think? Yes, I, I agree with you on, on both counts. Um, Campbell said before the Ohio game last week, we always have Campbell on Tuesdays. And he said on the Tuesday before the Ohio game last week, he said, this is a must-have game for us, meaning the Ohio game. And they lost that. Well, he was given every opportunity to, to say, to call the Oklahoma State game, a must-win, a must-have game, or whatever. He did not, but but yes, it is. If Iowa State is going to improve on last year's four and eight record, the as as I don't know what's the word I'm looking for. Bad down. It's not bad, but as down as the Big Twelve may appear to be, right? <clears throat> um, um, with the only two rated teams as the ones that are leaving. Um, yeah, I would think there's 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 availabilities out there for victories, but for an Iowa State team that has zero offense, yeah, I think Iowa State thinks that. <clears throat> excuse me, that yeah. I would. This is a this is Iowa State's shot. If Iowa State mm -hmm. does not win on Saturday, then I don't see, I don't see them beating 
you know, it may be a one win season. It very, mm. it very well could be a one win season. And I'm, I'm pretty sure that Oklahoma state, that Oklahoma state's thinking the same way, licking their chops coming into Ames. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I agree. And as far as the team scoring the first touchdown, maybe the first field goal, I don't know. <laughs> in, in, and in which overtime it, it's that's you've got, I mean, my gosh, you've got two of the worst offenses in the country that yeah, are, that are among them. The, the nation's the nation's worst in college football. I looked up those stats before we came on here, and and my gosh, it's it's just ridiculous. Iowa State has no offensive line, and and just from the outside looking in, from the outside looking in now, it looks like um, Gundy doesn't know who he's starting quarterback, who the who the quarterback is. So Not publicly, um, right? Yeah. So it's 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 uh, it's it's a. In a weird way, it could be an exciting game if if you if you like close games and Iowa State. That's what Iowa State's done. Um, yeah. It, yeah. So um, it it's uh, I don't I don't foresee another Brock Purdy moment though. Remember that year, whatever mm-hmm. year that was, two thousand and eighteen at Oklahoma State when Purdy came mm-hmm. off the bench and shocked everybody, including me. Yeah. And uh, and uh, you know beat Oklahoma State there, and now he's running the the show for one of the best teams in the NFL, but I don't yeah. foresee another moment like that. Trust me, but I do foresee a close game. And, and like I said, it, it, like you said, your first team with the first touchdown or, or the, the first field goal, because first defenses defense are going to have to score. Def- Iowa yeah. State's defense has scored a touchdown this year. Already. I was going to say, yeah. So, yeah. So maybe, and, and plus it's in Ames and it's, it's, it's uh, Iowa State fan base is, is still loyal. They're very loyal. I mean, they were loyal when Iowa State was bad and I'm not considering That's right. The program bad now. It's just going through a hiccup, and um, and I wrote today about how this roster got so young, um, and that's that's just a, a factor that that they're going through right now. But Campbell's, they say, he has recruited very well. If you believe the recruiting ratings, so mm-hmm. we'll see what what happens. But Saturday, I, I don't think it's I don't think we'll see any highlights on on Sports Center. Yeah, well, your column hits on you know the youth, and that's that's a, that's something you can't do anything about. Outside of developing it, if you're Campbell and staff, there's something else that's beyond his control is, is uh, you know, a, a state investigation into stu- or, uh, athlete gambling, sports wagering that caught Iowa and Iowa State up in that net and cost both teams valuable players. Again, this is an excuse that Campbell has that Gundy doesn't. Uh, Gundy doesn't has a full allotment of his quarterbacks. Campbell lost Hunter Deckers before the season began. Campbell lost his returning leading rusher, right? Brock was their leading rusher. Yeah, Rob Brock, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Ollie Gordon's there for the Cowboys Saturday. That, that leads us into a revisitation of what was a big, big story, right? About six weeks ago when it broke. I know you spent a lot of time on it as well as your colleagues up, up at the register. And then the season starts, especially us in Oklahoma, we kind of forgot, we kind of forget about it. It trickled down to OSU because they picked up an Iowa transfer named Arlen Bruce, who Gundy said was in line to really help that offense. They could use him right now, it appears. But outside of that, you know, that development, sort of, it sort of came and went here. It probably came and went a lot of places. It probably shouldn't, though, right? Because this is a, this has ramification, reverberation potential. Um, and I talked to OSU's compliance director last week about how much this suddenly becomes a big deal to him, perhaps his peers and other schools. Uh, are we, if we overlook this with the proliferation of the legalization of sports wagering, since we all know college kids like, like to gamble, yeah. whether illegally or not, 
It's a demographic that sort of feeds into things like DraftKings and FanDuel and easy access with your phone. Let me ask you this. I mean, we, we see it now as a reason why Iowa State is struggling, but how, how do you see that story, you know, six to seven weeks after it broke? And how do you see it moving forward for programs outside of Iowa and Iowa State? How dangerous is this? Well, I, I guarantee you that that administrators, compliance people everywhere throughout the nation are are, are watching, at, at mm-hmm. least the ones that have that are in that are in states that have legalized gambling. Oklahoma. Does Oklahoma have legalized? Does gambling? not. OK, it does not. OK, but okay. And that's and that, be, that becomes a bit of a net right now. Yeah, but that I yeah, think the day exactly. is coming. I think, I think exactly. the day is coming, and oh, by the way, there are still ways around. Oh, exactly. Right, exactly. But the but the but the kids at Iowa and the kids at Iowa State, yeah, they were betting. Um, some of them were betting on their own teams at their own schools. Um, right. Some of them were betting on their own football team. One Iowa State player bet on a um, bet on a, an Iowa State game, and he bet Iowa State to lose. Um, and he lost the bet, <laughs> but uh, but uh, it has yeah. it has hit the Iowa State football team. Um, like you said, a starting quarterback Hunter Deckers, starting running back, starting tight end, um, um, a, a starting defensive lineman, starting offensive lineman who is who is coming back. The NCAA, the offensive lineman, um, he'll be back. He got a six game suspension from the NCAA mm. um, because he. He he fessed up and he 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 bet on games not associated with Iowa State. I so see. I mean, so um, so he's going to play in after Game Six, but the, but the others I don't foresee them out there. They're they're appealing. You know, I don't even know where they where those situations are right now. Have we talked to lawyers, dude? We're doing everything we can to get to the bottom of this. How this whole thing started. Why just the state of Iowa when we know what's going on everywhere? Right. We've got a team of reporters who have been looking into this since middle of May when this happened. Who was the whistleblower? How did this happen? Who? And we we can't get it. There's Hmm. documents are are sealed because it's still ongoing. Um, One of the cases is supposed to go to trial um, next month, sometime in October. Mm hmm. So possibly there'll be something that comes out of there through through um, um, statements, through, you know, through whatever cross examination or during the trial, possibly some of the background on the 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 the, the, the cherry on top. Who who was how did this trickle down to the agents, to the Iowa Racing and Gaming Commission, to the feds? Um, how did this happen? But. That's what that's the unanswered question right now is where that started. And we've got we've had people working on that since, like I said, since yeah. May. So who knows? I, and, I don't know. And let me let me ask you a follow up on that front. Kirk Ferentz is the head coach who has gone on record as saying, why were we sing? You know, why? Why yes. were we? I don't know. Has, has Campbell said something to that effect? Campbell that, has. Like, Campbell has not. Campbell has not said that. Campbell has played it pretty much by the book. And that's Matt Campbell's okay. DNA. But yeah. but I was covering an Iowa State spring event, a fan event, about two hours north of Des Moines um, in April or whatever, in May, that maybe the day after this thing broke. Iowa State wrestling coach Kevin Dresser was there, and I was the only reporter, reporter there. 
And I asked Dresser about this and Dresser went off. I mean, he absolutely went off. Mm-hmm. Why, why the state of Iowa? Why, why only athletes when they're the rest of the student, you know, the rest of the student body is doing the same thing. Why did they pick mm-hmm. on athletes? Mm-hmm. Um, Dresser really went off and um, which good for him. Good for him. He called it a witch hunt. Um, but but as far as far as Matt Campbell, he's he's not done anything like that. That's not Matt Campbell's DNA. Um, um, and I he's he's never done it. He's 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 played it by the book. We've given him we've given him every opportunity. But but Kirk Ferentz, I covered Iowa for a lot of years, too. Kirk's got a little he's got quite a bit of cachet out there right now. So yeah. Um, yeah. he can he can pretty much say what he wants. And he does. Kirk's a very emotional guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, I'm good for him. He's stuck, stuck up for his guys. And I'm not saying Iowa state hasn't stuck up for their players. Matt has said that they've helped them. They're helping anybody that wanted to go through the appeal process. Iowa state would do anything in its power to help them do it. But Matt just hasn't come out like dresser did or like, like Ferentz did. Gotcha. Well, if, if you're an OSU listener viewer to, to the show, and again, your 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 care here it extends only to the fact that well, we would have been cool to have Arlen Bruce in the offense, yeah. you know, a slot receiver that might have helped turn things around. That's one way to look at it. The second way is to read the comments from your compliance director, your associate AD in charge of compliance, Ben Dyson, in this case, who used the phrase, "We we are holding our breath a little bit here." Sports wagering may not be legal in Oklahoma, but the day is coming it will be. And in the meantime, these are players that go to other states. When they go home or they go to other states to play where, where gambling is legal <laughs> and uh, right. there, there are ways, again, there are ways around the system. And if you've got a compliance director is on the record as, as Ben was with me, you should probably worry about this a little bit more than that. It costs the Cowboys a potential starting inside receiver. The, the other picture I can't get out of my mind, Randy, is I was in Ames the last time these two teams played two years ago. So it's one of the best games I saw that season. Just two terrific teams playing, I thought, at just about maximum level. Cyclones won, close game, could have gone either way. Atmosphere, fantastic. It really was what college football in the Big 12 is all about. And in the meantime, on the sideline behind Purdy, his backup quarterback, is, is a guy who had bet on that game for Iowa State, right? Decker's admitted to uh, or was alleged to bet. Somebody did. Yeah, yeah, exactly. On yeah. that game. Yeah. And so yeah. that that's just interesting. But, but, but he didn't play in that game, but nonetheless. No, he didn't play, but he but if Purdy had gone out. If he, if right, he, exactly, exactly. Let me say this about, about the guys who um, who were accused to have gambled. They're good guys. They are. I mean, they treated me nice. And yeah. over the over the years, I've been at the register. If somebody treats me nice, that's, 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 that's cool. I mean, right. and you, you, you you know, you've been there, done that. I mean, yeah. yeah. And, and I like those players. I do. Sure. They're good guys. Um, so I, I just, I just want to get that out there. Um, did they make a mistake? Yes. Are yeah. the NCAA rules archaic? Say what you want to about that. Say absolutely what you want to about that. It did right. not take the NCAA long to change their, to change their penalties after, after the, after this. But right. these are good guys. I mean, it's it's and it's just unfortunate they did it. And will they play college football again? I hope so, someplace. Um, but uh, um, I just I just had to say that. And, yeah, and, no. Um, yeah, Understood. I mean, it's it's uh, it's unfortunate that it happened. It's unfortunate for for them, their teammates, the schools. Um, but we move on. They'll move on. Yeah. I'm sure. 
One more, one more thing about the state of, of the program right now compared to, you know, maybe longer term ramifications. This will be sort of a, a, a new world order in the Big 12 next year with the Pac-12 edition and OU and Texas departure. Does sort of rallying and, and getting back on track between now and the end of the season for Campbell, Randy, does it become more important not just for the here and now, but in terms of setting up Iowa State for sort of anyone's game. I mean, there's going to be a number of programs that will be looking to seize the opportunity left open, right, by, by Oklahoma and yeah. Texas. So is, is there sort of a this will have ramifications moving forward if this doesn't get turned around? Is there, is there a piece of that as well? Right. There's certainly availability. There's certainly opportunities, like you said, out there next, next year. I mean, obviously. Um, I mean, it, it's huge opportunities. And Iowa State – the, the thing about Iowa State is they're so they're so darn young. Um, um, what what's that number? Thirty? I think the number is 30, 33 players, sophomores or younger, have played for Iowa State. They've started two fresh, two two true freshmen, true mm-hmm. freshmen now. Um, so this this team is built for the future, but they have to play in the here and now. So yeah, there's there's a certain there's a quite a bit of of trying to win this year, yet looking ahead to the to the future and the future not only of of Iowa State football, the future in the Big Twelve as well. Like you like mm-hmm. you said, because there's going to be opportunities, and I, I haven't really followed all that closely what the college football playoffs are doing, um, but but that certainly seems if I. I'm pretty sure they're expanding to 12 at some point. That's certainly going to be, you know, a possibility and a carrot out there for, for whoever in, in, in the big 12. And, and right. as of now, I could not tell you who that would be. I, I mean, I, I, I couldn't TCU's not who TCU was last year. Right. Um, um, Central, I don't know that much about the, the newcomers. We, we were still learning about the four that just came in, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so I guess we'll just have to see how that how everything plays out after the end of this year. And and who knows? Maybe there'll be two more teams in the conference for next year when the when if the Pac-12 goes or Pac whatever calling it now goes completely. <laughs> so, who knows? I don't. I don't. I write everything in 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 uh, pencil when I write it down on my notebook. So does does make our jobs more interesting. We'll put yes, it, we'll, that's to put it kindly. I, I suppose moving yeah. forward. Okay, let's get you out of here with some exit questions. Have a little fun before we turn you loose back to uh, to your grind there at the register. Randy, your favorite Iowa State athlete you ever covered would be. Oh, wow. George Niang. Does it have to be a football player? No. Okay. George Niang. What a guy. I, I, I love George Niang. I mean, I did too. He, he great, great sense of humor. He was yeah. good with me again. Um, yeah, I, I, he's, he's certainly my favorite. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I cover Niang from afar yeah. on OU's final four run when Buddy Heald exploded as the national player of the year and he and George were friends and, uh, Actually, I think wrote at one point that season about that relationship, and Niang couldn't have been classier. It doesn't surprise me to hear you say yeah, that. Yeah, he's he's wonderful. I mean, we still stay in contact. Yeah, I'm glad to hear that. Um, yeah. You mentioned the Iowa State support's going to be there, win or lose. They'll show up and and pack or just about Jack try Saturday. Yeah. It's a fantastic tailgate scene. Randy, when's the last time you had the chance to tailgate before a football game? The next time, <laughs> the, the next time I, the, 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 the time I do, I never, I'd never have. I mean, it's, it's, um, during off, during off Saturday when Iowa State doesn't play on Saturday, I'll, uh, sneak away to a place I go on a lake, just get away from things. Oh, that sounds great. For a while. Um, yeah. So I don't, I, I never have. 
and probably sooner rather than later, I will be able to experience that. And that's no, that's no, um, that's no, um, uh, what am I, that's no hint or anything, but I was going to say, are you breaking news on yourself? No, I'm not breaking news. I'm in the fourth quarter, shall we say? No, I'm not oh. breaking news, but okay. we're in the fourth quarter. And so, yeah, sooner rather than later, I probably will start tailgating someplace, okay. someplace. I don't know where, I don't know where, someplace, whoever, yeah. whoever will have me. Uh, I would assume you could get whatever you want from whoever you want in Ames and elsewhere <laughs> when you, when you decide that, uh, it's, it's time for the golden parachute. All right. Last thing where there's Iowa state tailgating, there's Bush light. You can't connect, uh, you can't connect a fandom up there in Ames without, uh, connecting their perceived beverage of choice once and for all, Randy, is this, uh, uh overrated the obsession with Bush light among Iowa state's faithful? Is it right on? Or is it uh, somewhere in between? I think it's somewhere in between, but but I do. Well, I don't tailgate and walk around the tailgates. Um, and if somebody wants to offer me a diet coke or a water, sure, I'll take it. And we, I chat. I mean, I'm sure you, you know, we've all done it. We've all done it. It's a good way to interact. So yeah. I guess I see I see most people, not most people, a lot of bush light. I see a lot of Bud Light. They've got this this stuff right now. Um, the craft beer places are, are making, you know, are, are sticking a, a Ames logo on on beer cans. So I don't even right. know what it is, but um, I'm a I'm a Bud Light guy. It's strictly a Bud Light guy, so I'm not going to get into that other stuff. But um, yeah, I would I would say it's somewhere in the middle. But Bush Light certainly is popular. Yeah, I've tried it. I got to tell you, it must be an acquired taste. That's oh, all I agree. I'll say. I agree a hundred percent. Yeah, and I'm and I'm not and I'm I'm talking about Bushlight here, not not yeah. not uh, not your preference. Okay. Yeah, you've been a good sport. You've been full of insight. I knew you would be, Randy Peterson of the Des Moines Register, coming on to tell us about the Cyclones. OSU plays in Ames this week. The Cyclones come to Norman next Saturday, three three p.m. Saturday in Ames. This Saturday three next Saturday, the dreaded six o'clock. Six p.m. under the lights at Owen Field. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, it'll be interesting to see where the Cyclones go and the Cowboys go this weekend and and beyond. It's a challenging times, I think, for both programs, to say mm -hmm. the least. Randy's been great. You've been great for tuning in. Catch us every week here on Mind Games, a sellout crowd network production. Producer Jacqueline, Har or Jacqueline Hargrove. We have a we have Michael Lane to thank for being our creative director. Jacqueline, Har Jacqueline Musgrove. My mistake, Jacqueline. It'll never happen again. I'm thinking Mike Hargrove. Randy might know who I'm talking about, the famous yeah, uh, yeah, exactly, yeah. The, the, the Texas Ranger of the 70s, the human rain delay, they called him. Jacqueline is no rain delay. She's the only reason we go on the air and are as efficient as we are every week. <laughs> Catch uh, Mind Games and other sellout crowd podcasts, however you assume your podcast content, whether it's Spotify or YouTube or any other place you see it. Just make sure you like and subscribe moving forward, and we will talk to you next week. <laughs>